Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. Healing with the Masters represents transformation to ignite your light and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention? It's free. Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these shows because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome everyone to Healing with the Masters. And we are here in volume 13. Isn't that amazing? 13 seasons, and I want to welcome you to this powerful season. This 2014 set of seasons is unique in that it is our second year of the Aquarian Age. And this is the year of Let's Get Her Done. <laughs> this is our soul group opportunity to commit to our journeys, engage in our lives, and in the process and together make a difference on this planet. We are delighted that you chose to hang out with us this season, and I want to remind you that you are beckoning forth all of the content on this and every show of this season of Healing with the Masters. Your intentions have brought forth this very moment, so everything is here for you. That's what's so powerful about our Healing with the Masters community. You create the content through your intentions. I love that part. I also want to remind you that the healing part of our name means transformation. It means realignment and repatterning. It means you are on a pathway to change it all. And we are so excited about what you are about to create. Now, you may think that the masters are the remarkable speakers that we bring on each week, but we know that you are actually the master you are seeking. All of the answers are within you, and the master teachers you're hearing on this series are giving you nudges and hints as to who you truly are, that bright, sparkling being of light and love you are. I'm so glad we've all come together in this beautiful community and together are truly making a difference on this planet through everything that we are co-creating. So thank you for joining us. Now today, I am so excited to welcome a very, very special guest. 
Hope Fitzgerald. Since her spiritual awakening at the Findhorn Foundation in 1976. Now, Findhorn is huge. It's been around forever. It is profound. The experiments in divinity and love that they have played with there are just crazy. And it just is so appropriate that Hope had her spiritual awakening at this remarkable place on this planet. Um, they were doing it before any of, us, any of us knew what it was. And way back in 1976. So Hope has been a dedicated seeker of truth, healing, and wisdom for a really long time. What, what, how old are you then? Like two? Is that about right? <laughs> Do I have to say? Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Hope, became, <laughs> Hope became an expert in spiritual dowsing, through which she gained access to higher dimensional information and has helped people transform their lives for more than almost two decades. In late 2010, she was directed through channeling to launch a series of workshops introducing an energetic technology. I call it a healing tool and technology called the Infinity Wave. And I have to tell you folks, this Infinity Wave, to me, is one of the most powerful tools and technologies on the planet right now. Um, you know, we have a lot of tools at our beck and call. There's wonderful things out there that are really simple and easy to use. This is a new addition to simple and easy. We've hit the easy button with this puppy. And this beautiful infinity wave, um, I think, is one of the most profound practices you can apply to your daily life. Um, it was This beautiful infinity, infinity wave was successfully communicated through powerful channel practices for people seeking to make an evolutionary leap and has created a miraculous healing breakthroughs for many participants. Hope launched the Wave Energy Center of Conscious Evolution as well, which is a collective dedicated to the positive, expansive development of the individual, the community, and the earth. Welcome, Hope Fitzgerald, back to Healing with the Masters. We're so excited to hear from you and hear about the evolution because you were on, I think, in 2010 or 11, somewhere in there, right after you found this beautiful wave. It's kind of been this viral technique that is transferred around the globe, and we're so happy to have you, have you back again to talk about this wonderful um, technology. So thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Jen, so much. I'm really excited to, to be back and to be sitting here with you and everybody. It's just, uh, it's just a thrill. I love to talk infinity. <laughs> so it's Let's talk infinity, baby. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about, about the infinity wave. And for those who haven't heard about it, um, what is it and, and, um, and how is it here for us? How is it helping us push yeah. the edge? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good question. It, you know, I I like to say that this is uh, not just pushing the edge of the envelope. It's it's basically a new envelope. Um, the infinity wave is basically, if you imagine a the number eight, and you imagine that it is made of flowing water. So that it's a watery figure eight. It's an infinity sign standing up. And it doesn't only have to stand up. It can be in any orientation. But this is how it arrived in my consciousness, standing up like that. And I've learned a lot, you know, since the first time we talked um, about, about the fact that the water is really a metaphor to remind us that Energy, everything is is moving in the universe. Everything, and if we can remember that, but it's hard to remember that when we open our eyes and look out at three D life. Everything seems very solid, and it's hard to remember everything is moving. So, the fact that this this 
energetic appeared in a watery form is to remind us that everything's moving. And if you're going to work with a moving universe, what better tool than to have a moving energetic? And it's so simple to take this energetic, take this idea of this flowing figure eight and apply it in a variety of ways in one person's life. Now, if we think about water and what water does naturally, I mean, it does many, many things, but some of the few things that it does is that it it really follows the path of least resistance. It will flow around things that are in its way. And if it's a rushing river, it will sometimes move things, move blocks out of the way. This is really important in terms of our evolution because when we're being asked to evolve or when we're asking ourselves to evolve, we're asking ourselves to change. And sometimes change is not that easy. So when we apply this watery energetic to perhaps some resistance that we're having to adjustments that we need to be making, it flows, it moves along whatever blocks, whatever stuckness might be in place so that, so that the river can continue to flow and you can continue to move along. And, and it is done with a lot more ease, a lot more joy. I'm not saying it's 100%, you know, without pain, uh, because that's usually part of letting go of something. Um, but it happens more quickly. It, it, you move through it much more elegantly and even, even with joy. So, so that's, I believe this infinity wave, which I have been led to believe from various sources is, is a tenth dimensional energy. I believe it is here as a loving gesture from the universe to help us get over these hurdles quickly. Because, you know, time is speeding up. We don't have the same kind of time that we used to have 20 years ago to take maybe a slower path. We actually need to, as you say, I love this 2014 theme of get her done. Get her done. (laughs) (laughs) That is so it. And, you know, here we are in the year of the horse, and, and yeah, it is time to get on that saddle and strap your infinity wave on and get her done. <laughs> wow, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I love this new, these new um, uh, kind of cognitive pieces so that we can understand it better. The metaphor for movement, that everything is moving, and that when we work with a technique that is in movement, it really allows us to then, I think, as you're saying, play with the movement of our life. Um, work with a, uh, with a moving energetic, and, and the water flows around things and moves things. And that's been my experience with the infinity wave. It does exactly that. It flows around the things kind of like uh, martial arts, you know, how a martial artist will take energy that's pounding toward it and just redirect it. That sometimes exactly. the infinity wave redirects things for me. <laughs> and it also profoundly moves blocks for me. Um, I've seen it over and over again for me and for me in relationship with others. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite things. I use it all the time. Um, and um, you said something interesting about pain. <clears throat> so I'm curious about 
um, th that and that's been my experience too. That when the infinity wave is actually moving a block, like moving a boulder <laughs> in my energy mm -hmm. field, that there sometimes is physical pain or even emotional pain. Can you say a little bit more about why that pain is there and and um, and you know why we don't have to be afraid of it? Oh sure. Well, you know, pain. There's pain, and then there's suffering. And I don't believe they they necessarily go hand in hand. I don't think they have to go hand in hand. Uh, pain is something we have often acutely in a moment or over a period of time, because we're we're experiencing a loss. We're experiencing an adjustment a big change in our lives. It could mean that somebody has exited our lives or we have uh, decided, you know, made a decision to leave something behind or for, or we have physical pain even. But I'll, I'll talk more, more about life change pain at this point. Um, and, you know, that pain is there to, to usually wake us up to something. It is, it is real. And it is profound, and it can shake a person down to their toes. And I have found over the last two years in particular, and we all know, I mean, you've had many guests and you've talked about this, that uh, 2013 was particularly rocky for people. Yeah. And, and, you know, we are not, sometimes we don't have the perspective when we are experiencing these issues uh, that is a few, like a, a football field back. So we're in this pain, and usually it's saying uh, it's time to really focus on what is the issue here. Is the issue that you really love this person and this person has, has departed your life for some reason? Then, first of all, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful that you have the depth of love within you that could, you know, carve out such a space, you know? And then the thing is that if we, if we can move that along to where are the gifts in this? Where, what did I do well with this? What didn't I do well with this? And start to mine the experience. Now, this is where the wave comes in really handy. The wave is comprised of love and compassion, and I always say other trace minerals because how can I say exactly what's in it? But I am quite sure that love and compassion are the energies that are flowing within it. So here we are in a situation of loss or of change, and we feel the pain, and then we apply the wave. We invite the wave in as a wash through us and say, please show me and please move it within me the things that I need to learn, the, the aspects of myself that need forgiveness, uh, how can I love, I'm going to apply this wave to myself to, to bring myself love and compassion in this. I'm going to use this wave in this relationship, whether the person is still in your life or not, to, to bring that relationship to its highest manifestation of itself. And I'm going to invite this insight that this wave is going to have in me. And in the process of doing that, I'm also going to release my attachment so that I can move on in a joyful, loving, compassionate state. And this is a uh, this is an amazing process. It's very deep. 
It can be very, very deep and extremely transformative and pull a person out the other side in a, God, I just like, it's like going through the knothole or the needle and you come out changed, enlarged, wiser, more complete, uh, just expanded, like uh, the next evolution of yourself. And so that it also pulls us through to leave suffering behind. Suffering is when we get stuck and we can't get out of that pain. And listen, there, there is a time frame for mourning, and nobody knows exactly what that time frame should be, so I'm not saying hurry up and get over it at all. I'm just saying that this is a process that when you take the weight and you apply it to the grieving or to the pain, it does help to move things along and and relieve the suffering. It doesn't mean you miss the person less, but it's not quite as acute. And it just moves you down to the next riverbank a little more smoothly, a little more quickly. Mm. I like that. And, and I think that... Um... I think, I mean, we're, we talk about this a lot on this season of Healing with the Masters. It, it, it's like it, it brings a measure of grace. It, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like it allows some space and some freedom to, um, to, to play with this without being so profoundly in it, um, in, in uh, kind of the morass of the wallowing, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, to me, it gives think, me freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a place for the for the for that deep wallowing grief. There's a place for that, and then there's a place to to start something happening, uh, you know, to, to to move it through the fibers of your of your being. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found it tremendously useful. I mean, even in small things like um, if you have an argument with somebody. Yeah. And I know for myself, I. I hold that kind of tension right in my belly. Right. And you, you know, leave the room and slam the door or whatever, and you're sitting there, you know, fuming and the belly's tight and everything's like, oh, your teeth are gritting and all that. And I have found, I, I can't even tell you how miraculous it is. I put the wave in my belly and I run it at full tail boogie, you know, really rushing river. And within seconds, literally within seconds, my body starts to melt. The tension starts to go away. I keep, I keep running the waves. I, my chest opens up. I start to review the conversation. I go, you know what? I, you know, I really blew it here. Yeah, he blew it there, but I blew it here. And, and if I keep running the waves, I start then. I now remember when we're dealing with a 10-dimensional energetic in a 3D world, that can't help but lift you sort of out of 3D a little bit. So now you're really having access to a whole uh, whole range of wisdom, let's mm-hmm. say, uh, from your masters, from your higher self, whatever. And you start to think, gee, you know, this could have gone this way. Let me, I could mend it this way and that way. And, okay, I can see how this could go better. And, and now I see how we can really solve this problem. And then... At the very end, I start chuckling, and I see how ridiculous the whole thing was. So literally in a few minutes, I've completely changed my, my emotional state. Right. And I can go and repair whatever needed to be repaired with love and compassion for myself and the other person. And it's so easy. You know, I don't have to work hard. 
It just yeah. has to focus on bringing the wave in, and the rest of it just starts to unfold. It's the easy button. It's the easy button. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can I can feel people's um, you know ha- hankering uh, a little sample. So I, I know that you've got a, a longer process, but would it be possible to just to describe? how to use the infinity wave to start with and then i i have a, a another question for you and then i'd like to do the the longer process is that okay sure so in general first of all there is no right way to do this the wave is alive it's a living energetic and if you invite it into your consciousness it will basically take on a form and a life of its own So, for instance, I might start it out and I might tell you, okay, imagine the wave is placed this way or that way in your heart center or whatever, and uh, I'll coach you through the the process and you will, you know, try to imagine. And the thing about imagining is that, um, you know, some people feel like Charlie Brown, you know, I got a rock, I'm not able to really uh, imagine this, and don't worry about that. Just listen to my words and just trust that maybe there's a figure eight. You can even take your finger and trace it uh, in your heart center or your belly and uh, just to get the sensation of this thing moving through you. And then and then I use the breath a lot with it. And then the, the wave can take on any direction. Any uh, It can be three-dimensional. It looks more like an hourglass. Um, it could be uh, rainbow colored or, mm. you know, bright orange or whatever. And it can even It could be horizontal, in, vertical, parallel. Any, any, yeah. Right. Yep, any Large, small. Any size. Right. Uh, multiple waves. Like even, you know, when so you, you asked how we can use this, of course we can use it in our own bodies um, to help with physical pain, to help with emotional, as I described already. Um, we can we can use it as a communication tool, which you were referencing before. You you connect one loop of the eight and it's your heart center, and then send it the other loop to somebody else's heart center, and then imagine that there's a wave running between you. And now, you know, we know from quantum physics that our energy fields are are entangled and you know in contact with one another. So this is just a way of of sort of organizing that connection, that communication. And when we are sending this love and compassion to one another, we're not thinking about sending love and compassion. We're just imagining the wave. It happens automatically. The conversation usually flows really beautifully. And instead of getting into sort of a contrary position, dualistic conversation, uh, things take on a much softer, more flowing uh, element. You know, they really just work their way out. Everything works a sign. So um, you can also send the wave at a distance to somebody. And this is when, for me, the wave really shows up in a lot of different ways. So Jennifer, if you said, please send me the wave, uh, I'll close my eyes, you know, I'll imagine you in some way, and I'll start to put the wave around you. And then lo and behold, within a few moments, the wave will show up in some other way, it'll show up, you know, oh, three turquoise waves are now, you know, dancing around your body, and I'm not in charge of that, <laughs> this is how the wave is showing up for you, right. you know, and I'm like, whoa, that's beautiful, go for it, you know, and so I'm not trying to control it, right. I'm inviting it, 
into my life to use as a tool which can stand side by side with any philosophy and uh, just to facilitate healing, love, and compassion. Yeah, I've, I've uh, used it in third party so that <clears throat> I pictured uh, the, the friend that was in conflict and then I pictured the, the wave connecting between them and the other person and then a, another person showed up that was actually part of the conflict that neither of us knew about. And we sent the wave to them, wow. and the wave went from them to the other person, and then there was this triad of waves, and then waves started showing up in everyone's body, and I, I was just, I just threw the wave into one thing, and then I watched it show up everywhere. <laughs> it was, uh, it was beautiful. really cool, and then it eventually went back to me, and because you know, because I was listening and participating, I was, it was, there was obviously something there for me too. So there was this, and I love the fact that that what you talked about earlier, there's this clearing, there's this moving, there's this moving around what it needs to move around and clearing and moving the things it needs to move. And it just, it's a 10th dimensional energy that simply clears and cleans and supports. So you can't really do it wrong, yes. can you? No, you cannot do it wrong. And and it's so pure, as you're saying, it's so clean. It's non-judgmental. It's really not of it's so high above uh, uh, an emotional frequency even. Right. It's really so pure and distilled that that when you allow it into 3D, it just it just lifts everything up. Yeah. It just makes it so refined and beautiful. And, uh, you know, people just get big grins on their faces. Um, it, it's really it's really remarkable. I, I I feel so grateful, you know, that it that it came in. Yeah, I am to help too. Help us all out when I'm, we really need it. I'm so glad it came in. I'm so glad you listened, and um, and it's it is really one of my most favorite tools that I use pretty much every day. That Ho'oponopono, um, EFT Mary's work, you know, I, I'm these are my daily practices. So thank you, Hope, for for doing this. So, um, would you be open to walking us through a little process? I would love to do that. Cool, absolutely love it. Let's do that. everybody just find a comfy position and close your eyes. And we're going to begin by imagining that there is a tube running right down from the crown of your head down through the middle of your body to your sacrum. And we, we call this the pranic tube. It is the tube we're going to imagine that we're breathing through. So to begin with, let's breathe through the section of the tube that runs from the heart downwards, down through the sacrum, down through the floor, down into the earth. With every exhale, taking you deeper and deeper into the earth, and even if you only go about a foot, that's fine. The main thing is that you are making contact with the earth, and as you exhale, you go, you deepen into the earth and allow yourself to unburden yourself, really. And as you inhale, you pull back up into your heart. Anything you imagine, that the earth has to offer you. Whatever you think that that should be, that could be. 
Let's just breathe like that for a few moments, just opening down. Good. Now we're going to switch the focus from the heart up through the crown. And with every exhale, you expand outwards and upwards into the cosmos. And with every inhale, you pull back into your heart center. Whatever you imagine that realm has to offer you. So it could be wisdom or crystalline love, whatever you imagine, pull that back into your heart center. And we'll just breathe like that for a few moments. Now let's breathe from both directions. We are pulling in from the earth and the cosmos and exhaling and expanding outwards in both directions. I 
now what we're going to do is we're going to ask the wave to orient itself so that it is parallel with the floor and each loop is facing the ribcage. So it's wide in the heart and it's going to actually embed itself into the heart itself. So it's no longer floating, it is now embedding deep within the heart tissue, side to side. And now what we're going to do is as we breathe, our in-breaths are going to start to inflate the loops of the infinity wave. And as does that, the wave begins to stretch, which is going to open the heart up a little bit. And each breath widens the heart a little more. Now at first this might feel a little resistant, a little tight, and that's fine. Just turn up the flow of the water, take a deep breath, and imagine this wave stretching sideways across your chest. Every breath widening and stretching, sending more flow of love and compassion through your heart center. You may find that you can stretch the loops of the infinity wave all the way across your chest from rib cage to rib cage. And if that's the case, stay open like that and allow this beautiful flow of water and just feel the peace and ease that overtakes you as a result of this love and compassion. going to leave this widened state right where it is. So as you slowly come back to the room, try to maintain that open position. and just feel that peace and ease. Ah. Wow, that that was uh really beautiful. Um I I mean I feel uh I feel different. 
I was a little mm. tired when I came into the call, and I'm not now. I feel refreshed. Great. And, <laughs> yeah, it was really beautiful. And, um, you know, it's interesting, Hope. <clears throat> Something, you know, I play in the heart a lot. That's my modality, is to play in the mm -hmm. heart, heart center, in the, what I call the sacred chamber. And the, the, the process you did, what I find a lot of times is that people are reticent to come to the heart because that's also where a, a big a big part of the field of pain is held. Um, mm. And it feels like what you just did, this process, um, really releases and changes and transforms and softens that field of pain so that people can access this very important place. Um, can you say, first of all, is that true? And say a little bit more about uh, what happened? Oh, I, I think it is Jen, the um, any time we invite the wave into any part of our body, but in particular the heart, it just it primes it. It it I, I imagine it's sort of uh, puffing everything up and and just uh, like a sponge, you know, gets water on it and it just expands, it softens, and is much more capable of being used, <laughs> really. Um, so, so, and I, and I have found in myself, when I first started doing this practice, which, which came in a beautiful way, uh, a completely surprising way, um, when I, when I started to do it, I realized I, and the first time I felt cracked open, I, I hadn't realized how sort of hardened, yeah. and I'm a pretty loving person, <laughs> but things just get kind of, uh, stuck, you know, they just get a little hardened. And when I started to do this, it started to melt and and break open uh, these little craggy places. And and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm just as safe in this wide open space as I probably thought I was when it was a little more tough, you know. And so I think that when I feel that one of our challenges as evolutionaries is to look at the world uh, that we see, you know, in our media or whatever, and deal with that at the same time that we are evolving and holding a vision of the world we want to see. And sometimes there's a big gap between those two, and it can be heartbreaking, literally, you know, the heart. My heart sometimes gets crestfallen. It, it, it falls into the, the craggy place again. And then I, I need a tool to get me back into a place of expansion that is not, it's not airy-fairy expansion. It's real. It is expanding my ability to stay positive, which is crucial for us. We must. If we are light workers. So everybody's on this call is a light worker, otherwise they wouldn't be here. It is so important for us to have mechanisms to stay positive. As the grid that we all create, uh, light workers all over the globe, when we are staying positive, we are affecting the whole in a major, major way, which is why it's so important that we evolve and why it's so important that we take this uh, seriously with fun. <laughs> you know, it's kind of... It, 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 right. It's incredibly important to do it. And, and so this widening of the heart just helps me to maintain equilibrium 
equanimity and positivity in the face of the other things that we're confronting. So why do we need to evolve, Hope? <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> Just a little question. My, my humble opinion. Well, I... Uh, I believe that we can't help but evolve. We are evolving whether we like it or not. It is uh, going to be harder if we don't evolve consciously when we realize that, that it is the natural order of things to evolve and that what is the next version of human. Now, in 1976, at Sinhorn, they were teaching their de Chardin's theory from the mid-1800s. And his, he was saying back then, the next evolutionary phase of humanity is the superman, or I say the superhuman. And what qualities does the superhuman, would that superhuman have? Well, they would be, you know, much, they, they would use their brains to a much larger capacity. In fact, they even drew it with a, an enlarged head. When we use more of our brains, we are, usually have better connectivity with one another. We have ESP, for instance. We have, uh, we're much more keenly aware of, of the world around us. We can receive messages from, from nature, from animals, from humans, from weather even. Uh, you know, we have a sense of unity consciousness as a result, the oneness that we all are. And, well, you know, in 1976, we could look around and probably count on one hand people that might qualify yeah, as that. Yeah. But now, yeah, there's... holy cow, you have people on your show all the time. I and, know. Yeah. And all the audience, the, all, everyone who's listening the is audience. there. I know, our amazing uh, enlightened community. Um, it, it really is true. So why we're evolving anyway, and if we get to evolve consciously, then we get to just do it in a way that is unique to us, because each one of us is you know, receiving divine information. We are, we are, every single one of us has that direct uh, contact capability. And, uh, and if we all choose to keep taking these roads into, into higher and better versions of ourselves, then we're all going to be these superhumans with these amazing abilities. And that's going to lift not only everybody in our circle who we're entangled with in a quantum way, but the whole world and the universe because it's all evolving it's not just us you know the whole darn thing is evolving so if we evolve consciously positively lovingly then the whole darn thing does too right so that's why i think it's important i, <laughs> I, I, I love this I, I love this um um i've had a lot of internal conversations about superpowers lately <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of along those lines. The superpowers aren't like, you know, Superman and, and to destroy evil. The superpowers are truly one of of us, the superpower of forgiveness, the superpower of compassion, the superpower of presence, the superpower of of a capacity to see beyond the ordinary and the everyday and even three dimensions. And um, oh yeah, and I believe and I think that's kind of what you're pointing to that that they were talking about then that you're talking about now is moving beyond uh, what any of us ever thought was possible before. Um, you know, I read a book years ago. I, I've talked about this quite a bit, so apologies if I'm repeating myself. But um, I read a book called Illusions by um, Richard Bach, one of my favorite books of all time, because to me it's the template yeah. of what we're talking about. 
it's it's the template of of you know um you know he he swims in in mud in in um in hard ground and stands on water and it's not and it, those are parlor tricks you know by comparison to what we're talking about <laughs> and they're they're truly yeah. not necessary they're just um symptoms of where we're going is that the idea that's it that's the idea absolutely and i think i i may have even told you the story and and again forgive me if i'm repeating myself but when we when we look through what is facing us right in the in front of us and we we pierce the illusion of it and we realize it's all in motion so if i take my way for instance and there are other methods but if i take my way and i work with the illusion i work with the the is the mutability of it the movement of it i can change it i can change it and my i might not even have the uh, clarity to say exactly what I want to change it to, but when I use the wave, I know it's going to change into something better. So the the story I told was when I I was with my friend who was getting surgery, and the anesthesiologist came in and absolutely was was you know nose into her her clipboard and not making any eye contact with my friend who was rather nervous and really wanted to have a bond with the anesthesiologist because she had some things that she wanted to the doctor to say as she was going under, you know, programming, hypnosis programming and all that. And uh, and this, this anesthesiologist was absolutely, like, frozen solid. She was so not in her human heart at all, no right. contact whatsoever. Right. And I looked at her and I thought, and in an earlier day I would have said, hey, honey, you know, pay attention to your patient. I was something like that, right? But that's not where I was at this point because I'd been waving so much. I looked at her and I thought, gee, I don't really like this reality. I want a different one. And I tossed her this wave, and she completely changed on a dime and was Miss Chatty Cathy and couldn't have been nicer and, like, looked up and smiled and called her baby. And, like, it was, it wow. was like they were all lost friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, both my friend and I, our eyeballs popped out of our heads. We just could not believe what it just happened. That instant but transformation. That, that's it. And we... If we decide we're looking through the illusion mm-hmm. and that everything is moving and we can switch it up and we don't know necessarily how it's going to look, but we're going to try. <laughs> that's, wow. that's, the, that's the caveat and not a bad one. But, you know, it's, it, um, it, the, the infinity wave cannot force a conclusion or force an expected outcome. The infinity wave is, is love and compassion and wherever love and compassion is directing, is where the infinity wave will go, and you will be surprised because it will be better than you thought. That's been my experience. You say a little bit more about totally. that? Oh, totally. I'm so glad you said that. You know, we have been taught through the, through the years, you know, even at Sintorin, they taught us the laws of manifestation and then the secret came out, all these things, and, and they're fantastic, you know, intentioning, intentioning. But sometimes, intentioning itself can be limited. It'll keep us in a picture that isn't maybe nearly as good as as what is could really come down the pike. So when we when we throw out the big lasso of uh, the infinity wave with a desire, I, I really want to give myself the experience of abundance, let's say. And you throw that wave out there, and you don't know how it's going to show up, and you're not going to pin it down. The wave goes out, and it's going to just align things, make things move into place, and boom, things will come in. Things will just come in unexpectedly. You have no clue. 
you know, you get a phone call of a friend of a friend and Mm. and bada bing bada boom they so, start to move so you're talking uh, you've said this a couple of times and I would like you to explain the mechanics of this and maybe even I don't know if you'd be willing to but throw um, our audience a wave so you, you're talking about throwing a wave can you just talk a little bit about, more about what that is what that means and and again uh, would it be possible for, to, for you to throw all of us a wave oh gosh I'd love to cool <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm in Santa Fe right now, so I'm in my cowgirl spirit. So, <laughs> woohoo! Do a rodeo way, baby. To everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's basically that, and this is what really—that's why I say we take this seriously, and the, and yet let's have some fun here. If you want to play with the idea that the wave is a kind of lasso. And you're just gonna you're gonna take it by that center where it seems to meet, although it really in in reality doesn't touch there. But that's okay. We're just gonna grab it and we're gonna last through that one big loop around, and you just throw it out there. And so I'm lassoing all of you right now, and I am just sending that wave. I'm gonna toss the whole wave out there. It's gonna flow all over all of you, and it's gonna douse you with love and compassion and fun and abundance and all this beautiful stuff. And you're going to just feel better. Right? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, look, that's just an image that comes in the moment. And you're going to have a different image at another moment and different image. And, it, and so, okay, the way to do that, let's, let's put the wave into a bathtub. I went to Niagara Falls and went on that boat that goes down, you know, right underneath the falls. The Maiden of the Mist, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, I want to wave to Niagara Falls. And I'll tell you what, I almost went overboard. It was so powerful. (laughs) It just sucked me right to the edge of the boat. I was oh, my God, I had to back up and hang on for dear life. Just, you know. Just the idea of tapping into a powerful, living, energetic like that water uh, was was a, a completely overwhelming. It was amazing. So just what, what occurs to you in the moment? You know, I'm I'm driving through the canyon. Wow, what if I send a wave to these beautiful, magnificent rocks? What could I learn from them? Because even if oh, they, that's so they cool. Solid, they're, so there's a communication they're mo- they're that and they're alive. There's a yeah. communication that can ha- happen between you and and the wave. And the, and whatever Absolutely. you're waving. Yes, wow. yes. You can wave with trees. Oh, that's fantastic to wave with trees. And you know what you can do? This is fun. I found this. You uh, you go up to a tree, and and because I live in New England, you know, I like to do it in the winter because you can see things a little more clearly without the leaves sometimes. So you wave. You you go up to the tree. You just greet the tree, and then you start to wave with the tree. And you wave and wave and wave. And so describe that. Tell me what describe waving with the tree is, just so that we get the mechanics. Okay, so okay, so just like you and I would wave with one another with one loop in my heart and then extending a crossing and then another loop in your heart and then extending back. Okay. Right, so there's a kind of a flat figure eight between us. Mm-hmm. And the water is flowing. Mm-hmm. I do that with a tree. Oh, cool. So okay. from my heart, mm-hmm. I, I embed the other loop into the tree trunk. And I start to wave it. And, you know, after a few minutes, you really start to feel you are in contact with that tree spirit, that, that essence. 
And then, they, you, so I forgot to say, you take a picture of the tree before you do this. Then you take a picture of the tree after you've been waving it, and you'll start to see, you'll see colors, you'll see, you'll see the aura of the tree standing out for you. It's really beautiful. Wow, that's really and neat. Just ha- yeah, yeah. You'll have an affinity with that tree now that you have a relationship that's, that's solid, you know. You can go back any time hmm. and uh, be with that tree. Can we wave so our pets? Can, absolutely. You can wave anything. And look, the thing I really love is waving down into the earth. So mm-hmm. we do forget, and I mentioned it in the practice for a reason, we tend to forget except those who are very skilled and used to working with the earth, we tend to forget that it is a spiritual entity in and of itself and that in equal part to what we think of as being above or around us. And the, the beautiful geometry of the eight, of the infinity sign, is as above, so below. I mean, it's perfectly balanced, perfectly aligned. For me, the... The bottom part of it is the earth, and the upper part of it is the cosmos, and we are balanced in that midpoint as a conduit between these two entities. So when you stand on the surface of the earth, preferably with bare feet, and you run a wave that runs about a foot above your head and then crossing midpoint and then a foot underneath the folds of your feet and then back crossing midpoint and then over your head again, you start to feel yourself really connected, not only to the earth, you'll get magnetized into the earth very quickly, but you, you feel the blend of these two realms, and you'll feel yourself in the middle, and how this is how we're supposed to be. Mm. We are supposed to be in direct contact with both of these intelligences <laughs> and these entities that are so loving. Yeah, I really, I really felt that interesting experience through the practice of, I didn't know exactly how to describe it, but you just described it beautifully, that, that I was this conduit between the two, and it was really comfortable. It wasn't a prison. It was, it was a, a blessing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I love so. this. So thank you for explaining that. And, and throwing a wave also doesn't mean that it has to go through your heart into their heart. You can actually throw a wave and not have it connected to you like throw someone a wave and watch it in their being in their body and which is what you more yeah. or less did for us right yes okay yes. okay cool well that was yes. really neat um all right let's talk a little bit about um you know you talk about this comes from the 10th dimensional energy so how can we start as we're living in this crazy world of density <laughs> and three dimension mm. How can we start living a more multidimensional life and moving into more multidimensionalities? And are there any symptoms that can show up from kind of as we start moving into these new dimensions? Well, my experience uh, with the wave is that it has loosened my firm hold on three-dimensional life. Uh, when you start to mix in an energetic like that into regular day-to-day life, uh, it, it, it gives me access to higher realms. Now, I don't get all involved with which realms I'm in or anything like that. I just, I just know that when I'm in wave energy, and I can do it at any time, I can be driving in my car, I can be in the checkout line at the grocery store, any old time I want to stand in the wave, 
almost like going into a standing meditation, but you're still very conscious. And I have an expanded sense of myself. I have access to a higher road, uh, more love, uh, a kinder interaction with the people in my life, a uh, more receptivity to guidance. And I am still in 3D, which is hugely important because, look, we all decided to come here. It's really important that we are here. Yeah. And, and it's pretty great, too. I mean, even with all this strife and struggle, we still we have these amazing senses and juicy, juicy, you know, things to look at and listen to and, and touch and hear. And so, wow, it, it's a fabulous place to be in that sense. But we don't want to be hemmed in by it. So when we develop this ability to sort of be in 3D and know we have these, these other opportunities that are uh, above us, really, for the most part, um, I feel that I am walking around with, with, with a much taller neck. It's almost like remember in Alice in Wonderland with the tall, she's got yeah, tall yeah. skinny neck. <laughs> right? I, I just, I'm, I'm bigger. I'm, I'm higher, and yet I'm still here. So I, I can maintain that state when I simply just remember to stay in wave energy. Uh, that's why it's so easy. That's, that's the simple, simple message of the wave. You don't have to do a lot. Yeah. Just imagine the wave is in you, and boom. I let it do its thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Instant access. Um, I, I love, and I, as I said at the beginning, um, this is, I think, one of the most powerful tools of, of the Aquarian Age, and it's no accident that it was given to us just before um, so that we could really apply it now. And it's, as you heard, it's simple to use. And start adding it to your daily practice. You know, start adding it as, as something that you can throw waves at. I mean, what the heck, right? <laughs> so I oh, want to... absolutely. I, Go ahead. Well, I just want to say Sorry, one please. thing, and that is that because so many of the light workers on the show are also healers, uh, I would recommend when your person comes in for their session, just taking a moment to run the wave in their body. Just, to, just almost imagine from over their heads and under the soles of their feet, you're just going to run the wave silently. You don't even have to tell them, although they'll usually open their eyes and say, "What's going on?" But uh, it opens the field for them to be healed. Ah, beautiful. It's really beautiful. I've, I've had several practitioners share this with me, mm-hmm. and they say, oh, my God, the whole session goes so much more beautifully if I just spend, you know, 15 seconds waving the person. You know, it's interesting, Hope, and, too. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'll just say, anytime you wave somebody else, you're also waving yourself. Oh, so, that's good right? to know. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... Well, because right, because you're you're in the energy too, so right. so everything bumps up a level, so uh, that when you're going to work on somebody now, we're really going to be working with a lot of pure energy, beautiful, you know. That's so cool. So that you're waving them, and in the process, you're waving you, and the whole energy field opens up even more for the opportunity to then use your gifts and your modalities to move them. That I love that. And 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 uh, what I was just going to say is, I've noticed that. Um, since I interviewed you, many speakers who have never heard of you have been pulling in these infinity symbols into practices and conversations. 
And I just found it fascinating that it's it's here. It's really present. It truly to me is when it shows up in other places. I mean, yours, your uh, the way that you do it is so refined and focused, and it's definitely your your modality. But other people have tapped into this this energy, and it's just to me such an affirmation that this is such a gift to us in humanity. I could not agree with you more, and I and I just have to say I'm so glad you brought it up because. You know, when I started these workshops uh, and told to, you know, I was told by spirit to start these workshops, and I still didn't really know what I was doing, and I was terrified. And I started them in January of 2011. And I looked that whole year. I looked in all every, you know, crystal shop and every, you know, co-op market. I looked everywhere for the infinity symbol because I thought, you know, if it's showing up, in my consciousness, then it must be part of a collective unconscious. But I could not find it yeah. anywhere. <laughs> I am telling you, January 2012, I start to see it. It's spray painted on the pavement. It is on a package of, you know, rice. There's like infinity sign on the package. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Uh-huh. Somebody actually gave me a cappuccino with the infinity sign in the foam. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> and and today the number one tattoo for women is the infinity. Sign. Oh my gosh! Is that right? So oh, that is so you're cool. You're right, Jen. We got it we got a it. year in advance. Yep. yep. And and this energy and and my you know when I first when it first started. It really, the message was, this is a new energy. I, I think the more refined uh, way to say that is that the energy, it, it, it's as old as the hills. It's ancient because the whole universe operates with this geometry, actually. Right. And it's more that we are now ready to work with it. Right. That, that gives me much hope. What yeah. a coincidence that your name is Hope. With the infinity wave. What a quinketing. Uh, thank you, Hope, so very, very much for, for participating again. It was really a blast having you back again. I love this practice so much, and I um, and I, I encourage all of you who are listening to please share this. Share this call. Share the wave. Tell people about it. It's so easy to use. It's so simple, and it really can transform so much. Um, so play with it, use it, bring it into your daily practice. And thank you, Hope, for, for joining us again and, and bringing us the new insights on, on what you've discovered since the wave started back when we first had you on. It's been really fun. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much, Jen, and everybody on the call. Much love and many waves to you. Thank you, and thanks, everyone, for participating in this and all shows of Healing with the Masters. Um, thank you for the co-creation that you are bringing and bringing forward the, in the information here. We love you. I'm so honored and privileged that you're a part of our community, truly. Um, I, I, I am in love with all of you. <laughs> I, I, I play with your energies. I hope that's okay. Um, I, I pray every night for all of you, and, um, and I'm so honored that you chose to join us on, this, on your life adventure for however long you're with us. Much, much love to you all, um, and to, until next time, uh, have a wonderful day and, and wave away. <laughs> Thanks, Hope. Bye, everyone. And remember, if you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's H 
WTM, as in Healing with the Masters, podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season.